0: Gentlemen, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungamak. I am the founder and curator of the Gird Up Podcast, and I'm happy that you are with us. Shout out to the people all over the world who are focusing on being the men that God has created us to be. Uh, We've got a bunch of people listening in South Africa and Spain and the UK, which is awesome. I also got a lot of people listening stateside, people down in Texas, uh, people out on the East East Coast, um, which... Um, I I'd, I'd love to know more about you and who you are. I got some people in Washington, lots of people in Wisconsin, Minnesota. Uh, a few people in Colorado as well. So, uh, people all over the place that are listening. We still have never had anybody listen, um, in uh, Antarctica. So we got to get somebody down to Antarctica to listen. If you know anybody in Antarctica, you gotta send them a link to this podcast. We can get people in Antarctica to listen. But otherwise, for most episodes, we have people on. The other six continents listening, which is super cool and super exciting. Um, It's cool to be a part of something this awesome and something this special. Um, I hope that this continues to be a blessing to you as it is to me. I really just truly love and enjoy being able to share the word of God with you, especially in this format. Um, It's uh, Man, I love it. I love it. Before I ramble on any further, this episode is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. Pastor Paul Steinberg is the guy that puts it out. He himself is a doctor of divinity. He's a pastor. He's the father of five sons, and he is the leader of the chaplains in schools ministry out here in Milwaukee. He does a podcast. It's a good one. I love it. I enjoy it, where he applies God's word to raising the next generation. So take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast at ChristForDisciples.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else. Again, that's ChristForDisciples.com. Especially you folks who are stuck home at at home with kids and are driving you a little bit crazy it's a good resource to help you remember who you are why you are who you are and how we are to work with our children um, if you haven't figured it out yet we are on youtube we have put a few youtube videos up and most of the recent podcasts are also up on youtube now, if you're listening on If you're listening right now and you're not on YouTube, you're probably not going to listen to podcasts on YouTube. I understand that. But it's an easier way to share the content if you want to put it on social media. Um, There's also a couple of silly videos up there. We'll point on making more. Um, Frankly, I just haven't figured out what I want to talk about yet on the YouTube channel. Um, But we are on YouTube, so that's exciting. Uh, We're also on uh, Google Play and Podbean and a whole bunch of other places that we've never been before. Actually, I'm going to pull it up and look. Uh, Where else are we right now? We're on Podbean, we're on um, iTunes Overcast, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Podcast Attic, Pocket Casts. We're all over the place now, which is super cool and super exciting, and I hope that we get to reach more and more people with our message then as well. Today, we are talking about men of the Bible. We're going to start on Samuel, so let's get into the show. I'm going to tell you a story about Billy and Rex. Now, Billy and Rex were best friends. They went everywhere together. When Billy walked to school, Rex did too, and he waited outside all day for Billy to come home. During Billy's baseball games, Rex sat on the foul line, barking encouragement and shaking foul balls. He was a good boy. When Billy got an ice cream cone, Rex got a bone, and every night Rex slept at the foot of Billy's bed. When Billy's big brother, Ben, graduated from college, he moved away, far away, and he came home one day to gather up his things. He took his books, some special toys and trophies from when they were kids. He took pots and pans and all the clothes left hanging in the closet. He also took Rex. Billy was heartbroken, as was Rex, and as the car door slammed and Ben drove away, far off to a different city, hours and hours away, Billy's best friend was gone. As he blubbered and cried and wept into his mother's arms, Billy knew he was being silly. Rex might be his best friend, but Rex wasn't his dog. He'd never been his, he never would be his, and he'd always known this day would come. Today we're talking about Samuel. Samuel's mother, Hannah, she was heartbroken, but she too knew that this day would come. She'd been barren for many years, and it was a great source of shame and ridicule that she couldn't have children. Year after year, she and Elkanah, her husband, tried, but the Lord closed her womb, and she was childless. Finally, Hannah turned to the Lord and bent his ear. She stayed in the temple, praying and weeping in misery. In great bitterness of soul, she made a vow to the Lord, her maker and creator, "'If you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me, "'and not forget your servant, but give her a son,' Then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. And it was so. She left in peace, and in time she gave birth to a son. When he had been weaned, she brought him to the temple to serve in the house of the Lord. This child, so dear to her, had never been hers. This child belonged to the Lord. This can't have been easy for Hannah to do, and I pray that no parent is ever separated this way from their child. What a joy to see young ones around us grow and mature, coming of age in our households and gaining wisdom and stature. But Hannah knew, intimately, something that we so often forget. These children are a blessing, and they have been entrusted into our care, but they are not ultimately ours. By remembering not only who, but whose both we and our children are, we maintain our focus on things above, not earthly things. When we were created by God before time, he made us to be intimate with him, truly his own dear children. This relationship was lost, tarnished, damaged, and broken from the moment that Adam fell and it remains broken to this day. That's why Jesus died in our place to restore our relationships with the father. Each day he draws us nearer to his side as the world revolves forever closer and closer to the day where we will all be restored in a perfect relationship with the creator forever in his presence this is heaven heaven is me being with jesus forever all things in time draw us thus unto him and ought to be celebrated as such in this attitude We truly rejoice when trials and hardships wreak havoc among us because they hasten the day that we're reunited with our Heavenly Father. Let us say with the prophet again and again, Where, O grave, is thy victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Remember whose we are. Remember where we are going and let us rejoice when the end comes and we go to be with him. As much as we love our children and families, we must always remember whose they really are and entrust them entirely to the care of their perfect and loving Heavenly Father. Let's reflect. Number one, why is it important to remember that all blessings, including our loved ones, are gifts from above and really belong to God? So why is it important to remember that even the people we love belong to God? Two, when challenges, pain, and difficulties come, how can the knowledge that each of us is a beloved child of God be comforting? How might remembering this, that each of us is a child of God, how can remembering this change our attitudes in times of trial? So when challenges and pain and difficulties come, how can the knowledge that each of us is a beloved child of God be comforting? And how might remembering this change our attitudes in trial? And three, how does seeing our loved ones as belonging to God change the way we pray for and about them? Why is it important to remember that he is also calling each of our loved ones into intimate relationship with him? So how does seeing our loved ones as belonging to God change the way we pray for and about them? And why is it important to remember that God is also calling the people we love, the people who are around us, into intimate relationship with himself? Why is it important to remember? Things to think about. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Almighty Creator, you loved us enough to send your own Son to restore us to intimacy with you. Help us each to remember that we are yours alone, as are those with whom we love here on earth. Work faith in the hearts of those around us that we may one day be reunited be united again with those we love with you for eternity. In Jesus, the Redeemer's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, under the Gird Up podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as GERDUP underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.